0: No baby, that's for somebody else. We're just gonna keep you right where you're at right now. God, God. It doesn't matter what you say. God, God. The wrestling realm presents. Break it down with Brian H. Hello ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters, episode number 99. 99 Wow You know You would think Maybe it's like Alright you know All this preparation Going into episode 100 Maybe take a ease On 99 Not at all A lot of stuff To talk about here Um but before we get there, make sure you are subscribed to the show. Just go on the Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, uh, go on YouTube. If you're in the car listening, you want to watch something. YouTube is the place where you can watch this show. Definitely, there's more than just audio elements. But make sure you follow me at Brian H. Waters. Follow my brother, the real Dwayne Allen, at Dwayne Allen24. Together, we are the wrestling realm where this great show is hosted so follow us at wrestling realm like the fan page and on facebook and follow us on instagram folks sometimes through 99 episodes i believe it's been maybe two or three times i've started with the tapped out and guess what in episode 99 it's going to be the same thing Here's our Tapped Out segment of the week. The Tapped Out this week. What in the blue hell is this going on on SmackDown? Roman Reigns was promised a humiliation by Baron Corbin. Corbin said, I'm going to humiliate you. And they proceeded to pour dog food on top of him. So they handcuffed him against the posts and had him to a point, which you can see on your screen where he couldn't escape because his hands was behind his, you know, the cuss was behind his head and then he proceed, proceeded to pour dog food on his head. And I know he's called the big dog. But this right here was just ridiculous I don't know what it does I don't know how it advances the story Quite frankly to be honest with you I'm sick of seeing Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns Corbin has come a long way as a heel But they've ran this course And to do this I know we're getting set up a TLC It's gotta be I'm almost certain It's gonna be the payoff That's it And Roman's gonna destroy him He's gonna destroy him really bad but this right here was just stupid i'm sorry we saw what roman did to bobby robert rude last week for mentioning his name and you know proceeding to look like mentioned his family you know and then proceeding to take that gavel and putting a dent in the chair and all roman could do is think what if that was my head this right here is just ridiculous i'm sorry Roman Reigns is way too talented for this. Corbin has come into his own. I hate to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. You could have done something different than use dog food. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, not a fan of this at all. Um, And it's definitely, it's probably, in all honesty, the biggest tapped out out of everything that's ever been done in wrestling since in these past 99 episodes. Moving on. It's official. We're getting the Miz versus Bray Wyatt at TLC. Now this week, dare say, Bray Wyatt went too far. He showed a picture of the Miz's family, and of course that set the Miz off. He would go re- get ready to go find the fiend or Bray Wyatt, and. He ran into, I believe it was the Fiend backstage, and you know he laid him out, and then he left him with a photo, and the photo was Bray Wyatt in the place of the Miz in that family portrait. Man, so this is this is some good stuff. I don't know where Daniel Bryan is. Nobody knows. So I think this was set up for a Daniel Bryan comeback, perhaps at TLC, unless the Fiend is the Fiend is going to take. Going Daniel Bryan while Bray Wyatt takes on the Miz, because that's another thing I was kind of confused about. I was like, wait a minute, okay, it's Bray Wyatt versus the Miz. So maybe that's what's going to happen. Maybe I missed that, which isn't impossible, but this just goes to show you. And this right here, if they do it that way, will show you another element to the Bray Wyatt brand, the Bray Wyatt character. Um, so, but I love this work. I don't like The Miz as a face generally, but right here, this is okay. I will accept this just because he is, you know, fighting for his family and it makes it kind of humanizes him. You, you can only be so cocky for so long, but I want to see him back as a heel. I would love to see him and Brian going at it at WrestleMania, but right now they both got bigger fish to fry. Because even if you look in the back of the photos, Bray Wyatt had Daniel Bryan axed out the way he did with Kane, Seth Rollins, Jerry Lawler, Mick Foley, all of his victims. Daniel Bryan was on the wall of victim. Let's move on. We're going to SmackDown, but I got to give a shout out to my girl, Jessie K. I keep calling her Jessie K. Jessica Carter, Lady Rep Jess officially moved up to the SmackDown roster, and she would get her debut this past Friday. I mean, she, you know, right here from the Baltimore area, was a um, former MCW Pro Women's Champion, I believe. I know she worked for the Fed. I'm almost certain she was the champ. She had to be, right? Um, Her and Amber Rodriguez had some of the best feuds in the year 2000, between years 2012, 2013, and to see her accomplishing her dream, being a part of the WWE, not only did she go do her thing on NXT, but well enough where she was promoted to the main roster. So congratulations to Jesse, making history in the business. In the match, she would rough would feature Mandy Rose and Alexa Bliss. No, no, this right here, A lot of people would probably say, oh, wow, this is an Attitude Era dream. But I wouldn't dare disrespect the people's... uh, I wouldn't disrespect the ladies based on what people would call it that. And we may say, what do I mean? Because what I'm saying is what they're looking at is the beauty in this match and not the brains or the skills. Now, Mandy Rose has come a long way. We all remember her from Tough Enough and The Miz... Uh, Being told by Paige You're only rooting for her Because she's hot And that's the only reason why You want to keep her on board But She was eliminated And then she made her way Into the wrestling business Back in She was a former fitness model I believe she was WBFF Bikini champion But She's been Doing her thing Improving each and every week The character is there She's somebody When you You know, the men love to love her and the women love to hate her because they want to be like her, you know, kind of like that Sable-esque, Trish Stratus-esque. Now, I want to see if her skills will improve. There, remember, when Trish was improving, the bar wasn't set as high the way it is for women's wrestlers today. So it's going to be hard to make that comparison when it comes to the in-ring ability. But when you look at the character... It's right there, and then Alexa Bliss. I mean, easily a Hall of Famer. She's been successful on both Raw and SmackDown. Um, you know, really found her footing on the main roster. She didn't really do that much in NXT compared to a lot of other ladies, but she definitely did her thing on the main roster. So one of the things that's interesting, if you see on your screen, was when Mandy Rose. Pulled out Alexa Bliss' Alexa Bliss's eyelashes. I'm like, wow, okay, that's ruthless. Just goes to show you a different side of Mandy Rose than what people are used to seeing. And, you know, like I said, I enjoyed this match. Much better than I thought I would. Um, but we would see, in the end, Alexa Bliss picking up the victory. Nikki Cross and, you know, her celebrating. I think we're getting the tag team match. With Bliss and um, Nikki Cross going against Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. And I would love to see that happen at TLC. Moving on. Sasha and Bailey. So, Sasha Banks would come to the ring after Lacey Evans defeated a jobber. And as she did that, um, and I was sitting there thinking, I I don't like. Lacey Evans as a face. I get it. She was in the military, but I love the heel side of her calling her by nasties. Her just calling Sasha and Bailey nasties really doesn't do it for me. Now, she threatened to knock Sasha out again, and Sasha would play possum, hit the ground, only for her and Bailey to set Lacey up and beat her up on the ramp. So. When you look at these two, I mean, who's stopping them? Who is stopping Sasha and Bayley? The only only way they can be stopped is they get uh, in the way of themselves. But I love this friendship here, as I say, each and every week. I just think it's good. I think it's great for wrestling. Um, and keep it going. I would love to see them once again wear the SmackDown overall. Oh, well, you know what? WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Only time will tell. So I'm going to go ahead and take my first break. I'll be back after this. But I want you to check out this quick segment called Give Me the Book. So make sure you subscribe to the Wrestling Rome YouTube channel where you can catch this episode of Give Me the Book. Here's a teaser What I rebooked WrestleMania 2000. It should have been the Rocket Triple H, the match we got at Backlash. When you think about some of the top rivalries we've seen in professional wrestling, mm-hmm. We've seen Hogan and Savage in the main event. We've seen Hogan and Warrior, Hogan and Andre. Mm-hmm. We've seen Brett and Sean. Okay. We've seen Austin and Rock. We never got, we never won. Well, we never got, uh, we got even John Cena and Batista. We never got Randy Orton and John Cena one on one at Mania. Okay. Don't win it now. But we never got Rock and Triple H one on one at WrestleMania. That was the time to do it. The Rock had just won the Royal Rumble. Triple H was the hottest heel in professional wrestling. There was no need for the Big Show. There was no need for Mick Foley. Yeah, it might have been a bit excessive. I guess guess you got a point there when you put it that way. Yeah, you know, you go back and look at that WrestleMania. There's only one singles match. Yeah. You remember uh, what that match was? Houston, we have a problem. Yes! And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel where you can get the full episode. Let me know, what would you book? If I gave you the book, what would you change? What matches? I said, give me the book. You tell me, what matches would you redo? What story would you redo? So, let's move on. So, we all know. This Dana Brooke and Batista story has been going on, you know, and it's been interesting. Dare say, it's been getting Dana Brooke more television time. Uh, so she was on the bump, and she revealed that these two are indeed going on a date. And she talked about possibly having cameras follow them on a date. And you know, I think that's a little excessive we're we'll going to find out though who knows but um so this week you know last week Drake Maverick approached her and he was trying to get a date with her and Elias would come out there and Then it happened again, Elias slapped him, so then Drake Maverick wanted to fight, (laughs) and Elias just kind of palmed him and, you know, gave him a little spanking, which is like, all right, whatever. And, you know, Drake Maverick apparently hasn't consummated his marriage with Renee Michelle, so he's been very, very disappointed with that. Um, But then never leave Dana Brooke to just, you know, kind of leave her foot on top of him. So, I'm sitting there, I was like, you know what, actually, it might be more interesting to see Dana Brooke and Elias. Rather than Dana Brooke, Dana Brooke and Batista. I know some people are like, oh, you just saying that because you don't like Batista. You like Dana Brooke. So what? But I'm just saying, like, that might be more interesting. Come on, now they both on the roster. They're both right there. There's a story making itself. Yeah, I'm just putting that out there. Who knows? Maybe somebody will agree. Maybe they won't. Moving on. NWA Power. It's official. We're getting... A two out of three falls match for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship at their pay-per-view, NWA Into the Fire this Saturday. So it's going to be Nick Aldis versus James Storm. Winner each pick a stipulation. I mean, well, each of them pick a stipulation, I believe, and then the third fall is might be one. It's something, but. I think this is going to be a good match, man. I really think that we're going to get a new NWA World's Champion. And I think it's going to be James Storm. Uh, I think it'll just be good. Let's move on from Nick Aldis. No disrespect. I mean, he's obviously a legend. But, you know, come on now. It's just time to move on. That's my opinion. I know some people may not like it. But I'm over Nick Aldis. He's been the World Champion for so long. So long. Now it's time to go around the net. the net is brought to you by B-Waters Productions. you have an event that you would like filmed, or if you have a photo shoot that you want to get uh, set up, or perhaps you want to get a, you need some flyers done, just contact B-Waters Productions by visiting BrianHWater's.com. Where we start in, John Morrison. Is back, folks. He's back in the WWE. Morrison is a former Intercontinental Champion, former, um, I believe he may have been hardcore champion, but I know he was a multiple-time tag team champion with Joey Mercury and with The Miz. At one point, people felt he was going to be the guy. He was going to be WWE Champion. I don't know right there, the real Dwayne Allen is saying, no, they didn't, you did. Well, that's the reason why I'm not excited, because... I feel like he made a liar out of me. When we were starting the wrestling realm, I was pushing. I was like, yeah, I want to see more of Morrison. I want to see Morrison. If You remember, they gave us Miz and Morrison the night of, it was like the first Monday Night Raw of 2011. They put him in a triple threat match with John Cena and Miz, but he just never panned out. And I don't think it's going to happen this time. I know some people may think so. I don't think so. I don't see him as a main eventer. I was wrong in 2011. When you get new information, <laughs> you know more. And I just don't see the Morrison being that guy. But who knows? I could be wrong. Victoria. She was, you know, reported that she said she was a little disappointed that she was not invited to the reunion where she could be in the first ever Royal Rumble um you know she was actually in yeah she was on Lillian Garcia's podcast and you know she talked about just you know not being invited and how it hurt a little bit so you know um she hasn't been invited for any Raw Reunion specials um you know she was only on camera for Tori Wilson's induction to the hall of fame, but she feels like a negative tweet may have played a part in her not being invited back. So, um, you know, hopefully they'll let bygones be bygones. You know, there may be some other reasons, uh, use your imagination and Google. So who knows? This Sunday, WWE superstars, Mojo Riley, Titus O'Neill and Natalia would attend the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. Kia, guess why they were there? They were promoting WrestleMania 36, which will take place in Tampa Bay, Florida, this April. So, shout out to them. It's always good when you can see WWE superstars in uh, sports events. Now. There's been some releases in the WWE. First we're we'll starting with former Intercontinental Champion, Tag Team Champion Luke Harper. He was he asked for his release uh, months ago, he's finally granted. Hope he can, you know, get back to doing what he loves and that's wrestling. I think I see him on AEW and I think he could be a major player if booked right. So um, Sin Cara, he recently asked for his release about a few weeks ago. Now he was finally granted his, I think he'll go, probably go back to Mexico and do his thing. He'll probably be, you know, he'll probably be at AEW as well. I'll tell you who I don't think will be there. Or if they do, they won't make much of an impact. And that is the Ascension. The Ascension was grant uh, was released also. So a few releases, obviously, you know, like they say, wish them well in their future endeavors. Um, You know they're wrestlers And these guys are definitely going to get that uh, I just left WWE money on the independent circuit Because you guys are going to pay to see them You're going to pay high price dollars for meet and greets Because you want stories And guess what don't blame you So it's time for Wrestling for the Culture It's time for Wrestling for the Culture Where we take a look inside to see What the wrestlers of color have been doing this week Wrestling for the culture. So we start off with ACH officially quitting the professional wrestling business. So he went on Twitter this past Friday, which is his birthday. I believe it was Friday, Thursday or Friday. And he went on a rant. And he finally revealed why. He said what he said about Jay Lethal. Now I'd heard this story. But of course, I wasn't going to say anything. But he said, pretty much, he discussed that Lethal slapped him for calling the N word. Now, here's, let me tell you the truth, right? Us as black people tend to use it as a term of endearment. When we say it, or some people say, I'll be honest with you, like I can say this on my show. I've said it plenty of times as terms of endearment and I've tried to, and I've, Done better efforts to remove it out of my everyday vocabulary. Does it come out every now and again? Yeah, sure. But for the most part, not like it used to. But he was talking about how he said the word and he was saying it to some of his friends. He said, that's, what he, that's his culture, you know? And Jay Lethal got mad and slapped him. But then admitted he did it because he didn't find what he said was funny. And he said that... The issue was Lethal slapped him because he didn't like him and all this other stuff. And I was like, wow, this is interesting. So, the truth is out there. But, you know, he was bombarded with fans getting on double standard, called racist. And ever since this whole thing been going on, he's been bombarded. Maybe because, you know what, maybe because he didn't like the shirt, maybe because he did. He talked about that on Twitter as well. And he even said he loved Caleb Kayla, Bra- Kayla Braxton. The bottom line is, I believe, and this is just an opinion. I believe he's just tired. You know, he loved professional wrestling, and he says the fans have made it to the point he don't like it anymore, regardless of what. Like, it's, after a while, a person can only take with so much. So, you know, whether he says he doesn't need help, whether he does or not, definitely wish him the best. Thank him for all the memories. So, moving on, the Black Wrestling Alliance presents black gold make sure you go on the instagram to find black wrestling alliance big things going on over there so black gold we start off with the gym nasty boys once again the aml tag team champions this is their third time and the fest wrestling tag team champions so they are have been very busy they won the fest wrestling tag titles On Friday, on at showcase of champions, and then on the following day, won the AML World Tag Team Champions. And so, congratulations to them. Then we move on to Marche Rocket and Bryce Benjamin, the new international group, International Revolution Group Tag Team Champions of Mexico, winning it at the PAL anniversary show. So, congratulations to these guys winning the tag team goal. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for this week's episode. Make sure, let's, you know what, I'm going to go ahead right now. Because, you know, the graphics are done. The votes are in. Or maybe, you know, not no votes. It's just me. Um, so, I'm going to go ahead and reveal to you guys. What the show graphic for the hundredth episode will look like, and there it is, hundredth episode. Breaking down the decade. It's going to be a big one, folks. Wow, hundred episodes. You know, I can tell you that the show started in one place and it's taking place here with the also going on a road Chicago and Philly. And did I go to Philly? Maybe I did. Yeah, I know I did. Uh, I know I did Atlanta. So, thank you for everybody who's joined me on this. And make sure you will not want to miss the 100th episode of Break It Down with Brian Age. Yes, I'm still going to talk about what happened on Wednesday night and Monday night. But we're definitely going to break down the decade. The biggest Raw moment. The biggest SmackDown moment. The biggest moment of the decade so, and of course, the wrestlers, the women's, men's, the tag team, and the match of the decade, folks. So, until the next time, I'm Brian H. Waters, 99 in the books, but we're talking 100 in a couple days. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the wrestler Realm Post new content.